Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Arena of Aretheus podcast. I am Al Basler, a.k.a. Aretheus, and it's been a minute, hasn't it? Easy for me to say. Um, we took a little bit of a hiatus for about a month. Maybe more? I don't know. But we're back. We're here for episode 7. Um, I guess just kind of to explain the little hiatus... It's just been it's been busy. It's been really busy time of year for me. This time of year always gets really busy for me uh, as we get into spring. Uh, I think I've mentioned it before on a previous episode, but I I do coach softball for the local youth program here in Brockton, and um, on top of that, I'm also doing a lot of the stuff behind the scenes to get everything ready for the season. So this has been a real busy month ish as we we get ready to go actually the season just started this week um which it doesn't feel like it has because unfortunately this past weekend or by the time this comes out it's probably going to be the weekend before but i uh, i tested positive for covid um a week ago friday or a week as as i'm recording this it's it's the 15th of April as I'm recording this, so uh, this probably isn't going to go up for a few days, but a week ago today from the time I recorded this, uh, I started feeling sick and didn't really think much of it. You know, I was just, you know, like, oh, I'm getting a cold, you know, spring weather here sometimes in, in Massachusetts, it can kind of go a little haywire where sometimes it's, you can go from being pretty cold to decently warm with the drop of a hat and sometimes it can kind of mess with you. So I was just thinking, oh, it's a spring, oh, it's a spring cold, really, is what it was going to boil down to. But um, the next day, I had a bunch of softball-related stuff. I was supposed to be practicing with my team. I was going to be doing stuff with uh, some, uh, some of the other coaches. And I just figured, you know what? Better to be safe than sorry. Let me take a, let me take a home test. And it came back positive. And I was like, oh, no, this is like the worst time for this. And uh, so... Uh, I actually, you know, for the better part of this week, uh, I've been in quarantine. You know, again, as this is out, I, I, I'm actually, by the time this is being released, I'm, you know, probably out of, I'm definitely out of quarantine, and hopefully I'll be feeling a bit better. Uh, I'm, you'll notice at least during, at least once during the, the actual uh, discussion coming up, you know, I, you know, you'll see me cover and cough and mute. I think I muted in time. Uh, basically, at this point, I'm just dealing with a cough, but it was I, I I got hit pretty bad with it, and and you know, you know, full disclosure, I don't care who knows what. Like I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, I've had had a booster shot, and uh, the day the day that I tested positive, like I was still feeling fine, like relatively fine that morning, like definitely you know, obviously sick, but um, and then it just hit me like like the the worst flu that I've ever had, and Knock on, knock on wood. I'm pretty fortunate. I don't really get sick all that much, and when I do get sick, it's really not too bad. Like when people talk about like the man cold or whatever. Like I, I, I get a cold and it, you know, I, you know, you know, stuff like that. But I, you know, I never get really, really sick. So uh, this hit me pretty hard. You know, for the the weekend, I was basically just laid out in bed and just you no, know, not not doing anything. And so. Uh, but yeah, you know, is what it is at this point. Sad that you know, again, two years into this pandemic, and we're still dealing with 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 this stuff. And 
Doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon, which is unfortunate. But uh, feeling a lot better now. And uh, hopefully as we're kind of settling into a groove with softball uh, that I'm going to be able to find more time to record. Because that was the big thing is being as busy as I was, it was really hard for me to find time to get together and record with people. So I'm hoping that changes. So I, I don't want to commit to weekly episodes right now. If we can do it, great. I got some ideas lined up, some 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 things you know that I would like to you know do with the podcast. So we're hoping we can kind of get some consistency back going. But um, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. This episode is cool and timely because we are you know at the time that this is out I'm, I'm assuming that i'm releasing this on tuesday like i plan to uh it is the week of pax east 2022 so for those of you who don't know uh pax is a gaming convention there's several different ones in various locations throughout the world actually now uh over the course of the year PAX East is held in Boston every year, and I had been going to PAX for years. I believe I mentioned it during the the, the discussion with our guests that um, I started going in 2011, I believe, and I had gone to PAX East every year from that point until 2020. And PAX, we, we actually talked a little bit about it towards the end of the discussion. PAX East 2020 was literally weeks before everything kind of went out of whack with the COVID pandemic and everything started shutting down. So the timing was mostly, I guess you could say mostly fortunate. I, I, I feel like there, there might've been a few people who did get COVID at PAX that year. Um, but you know, it was one of the last things that I really did before everything kind of shut down. So, I've been going for years, and one of the things that I always looked forward to, and one of the main things that I would do while I was at PAX, is the PAX Pokemon League. So we're going to get into what the PAX Pokemon League is. Uh, we're going to be talking to Erkenhelm and Scott, who are the two admins of the PAX Pokemon League at PAX East. They're the ones who you know organize everything behind the scenes, get everything ready to go, and kind of keep everything running over the course of the PAX weekend. So we're going to talk to them. You know, give you a little bit of an idea of what the PAX Pokemon League is and what they've got in store for everybody coming up this week. So, uh, without any further ado, let's get to uh, our friends Erkenhelm and Scott talking about the PAX Pokemon League. All right, welcome back to the arena. And this week, we're coming up on PAX East 2022. So, I have been joined by two gentlemen who are responsible. I don't know if that's the right word for providing the PAX Pokemon League to all the wonderful folks at PAX East. We have Erkenhelm and Scott. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Doing all right. How about you? Very nice, very nice. So I guess to start, for those who are uninitiated, we're going to assume people know what Pokemon is. I don't think we need to go that far back. But um, if you could, Erkenhelm, if you want to kick us off, kind of let people know what the PAX Pokemon League is. If you have no idea, you've heard this thing, maybe you're going to PAX, but you, you all of a sudden you're like, hey, I like Pokemon. I'm going to be at PAX. What's this Pokemon League thing? All right. Well, 
since we're, we're assuming knowledge of Pokemon, so gonna the Pokemon games and, and showing everything. So it's basically you take the the gym challenge from the video games, and we're recreating that in real life at PAX. We have people walking around the convention. Uh, they're wearing bright green scarves that show off that they're a gym leader. All you have to do is you you get your switch, and this time around we're using sword and shield. You just walk up, ask them for a battle, and uh, you beat them, and you collect their badge. And you know, just like the the games, and you collect eight badges, you move on to our elites. Uh, you beat four of them, you go on to our champion. If you can beat the champion, you uh, can enter our hall of fame. And just like that, you're immortalized. Exactly. <laughs> now, I mean, this has been going on for a, a long time. I mean, I mean, you know, pulling back the curtain and all that stuff. So I, I've, I was involved with the PAX Pokemon League for many years. This is going to be the first year actually, you know, post-COVID, you know, not kind of the COVID years, in like 10 years that I'm not going to PAX. So this is going to be a little bittersweet for me. But... um I remember the first PAX I went to, which I believe was East 2011, I believe was the first one I went to. I I found out about it literally, I want to say, a month before PAX. I was able to get full passes for the weekend, and then I started going on the PAX forums just to kind of see, like, what is this thing that I'm going to? And I found a thread about the PAX Pokemon League, and I was like, wow, this seems really, really cool. So I remember going, and then I, I went in with the mindset. I brought my, I think it was DS at the time. I think I think we were back on, like, black and white at this point. And I'm, like, looking around for the people with the green scarves, and I found them. I got to battle a few of them, and it was it was really cool. That's that's my, I guess, my intro to the PAX Pokemon League, like, my first experience with it. I think, I want to say I, I was a challenger maybe the next couple of years after that, or at least one more. And then I actually got involved as a gym leader. Uh, Scott, what was your first run-in with the PAX Pokemon League? Uh, pretty much the same thing. Just going to um, PAX and then looking up what, what was uh, available there. It was the same with you. Like, did, you fi- did you find through the PAX forums? Because I, I know, like, I mean, now it's 2022. People are going to be like, what the hell's a forum? But, like, that was one of the big ways of you know, people, you know, plugging stuff. I mean, this is well before, you know, they had the PAX apps and all that stuff. Because I'm trying to think, did they even have the PPL forums back then? I want to say yes, but... Um, So I, I don't know exactly when the forums were made, but I do know that they were around in 2013 when I first found it. I mean, it was primarily probably used at first for kind of the behind-the-scenes organization and everything, getting everything together, yeah? Right, yeah. So, Arkanel, what was, what, what was your first PAX exp- PPL experience? It's, it's funny because mine was essentially exactly the same as both of yours. I, uh, I threw the idea out to my friend of, of going to PAX once I had, I had discovered that it was so close. It's like a, an hour and 15-minute drive away. Um, and I'm just Googling stuff like tips and, uh, and stuff about conventions to figure out what was, what it was going to be like. And on the Penny Arcade forums, saw the post and was like, oh, that sounds really cool. Um, 
And then I, I believe you were my first gym leader. Really? I, I believe you were. <laughs> um, that year they had, they were calling them leader swarms, um, oh, which was right. basically like, uh, it was like a half hour period a couple of times a day where like a small group of gym leaders would be in a, a certain predetermined spot. So I believe I found you and, and two or three other gym leaders in like, like the main entrance area. And I believe you were the first one I challenged and you were doing triples. You had, I think you were ground type that year. That sounds like me. Or grass type. Grass type. Yeah, probably. But you had your, your theme of all, all green Pokemon. Yep. Um, it was triple battles and you kicked my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love it. I'm still sad to this day that they've never brought triples back. I feel like, you know, at this point, when we're on the switch and I, I know there's people who will still complain about the power of the switch and everything and all that, but I feel like we should be able to bring triples back and rotations back, but triples, please, please. <laughs> I like doubles and all that, but it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, yeah. no, it's yeah. Sing- singles. has always been my forte, so I, I'm not too worried about the triples, but I know a lot of people probably miss them. Ah, the more Pokemon on the field, the more fun. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. No. Um, I just, I remember, and I think the swarm thing came from the whole idea of, you know, I think one of the pieces of feedback that they got, because, you know, every, you know, after every event, the various admins will put out kind of a survey just to kind of, you know, get a feel for what people thought, things they liked, things that maybe they thought could be improved and all that stuff. And I think one of the complaints was that, uh, it was hard sometimes to find leaders because the original idea was you just find them in the wild while you're kind of going around the convention. Like, I don't think there was actually set meetups. I could be wrong about that. It's again, this is, you know, 10, 10 years ago, brain trying to remember things, but that was one of the things. And I think it coincided, excuse me, coincided with the, there was like Pokemon swarms in one of the games where they would be like outbreaks of Pokemon. So they're like, oh, we'll kind of incorporate that. So we'll have times where, you know, if, if you go to this place, you'll find a, a few leaders hanging around, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I've one of the things that was it was always cool about me, like about PPL, like for me, is it was that whole idea of kind of taking the in-game experience and kind of bringing it to this convention. It's like. You know, you can enter tournaments and all that stuff, and I know that there are, you know, some there's at least usually at least one tournament in the games going on during that weekend usually. But just that whole idea of like going around, finding these gym leaders, battling them, getting their badges, making that progress like you do in the games over the, you know, even though it's you know accelerated over the course of a couple of days. Like I always thought that was such a cool concept. One of the, one of the things that I don't know I I always look forward to maybe more than anything else going to packs as I kind of got along in it. Um, there's been all these different kind of versions and things like you know the base kind of like the games themselves. You know the the core idea generally doesn't change very much. You know, kid sets out on his Pokemon adventure. 
has to go to all the different cities, find these different gym leaders, get the badges, yada, yada, yada. But there's always different little, like, you know, flavors of things that change from game to game. And the PPL has kind of always tried to do things like that, too, is incorporate maybe some of the things from the most current generation as, like, these, you know, little themes or side events or stuff like that. So, um, I don't know, Scott, if we want to start with you on this is it like anything specific maybe a little different wrinkle or something that you guys have planned this year that maybe will be a little bit different for even people who might be you know veterans of challenging the PAX Pokemon League oh I got nothing <laughs> you got nothing well, I, I can't <laughs> I can we, uh, yeah so I, I think Largely, what you're referring to is has been like our side activities and trying to fit that along with with something in with the game, which in the past we've we've done and kind of linked to uh, raffle prizes where we have a little activity uh, that you can you can do kind of like while you're waiting in between battles with gym leaders because you know they get cues and you know a couple people deep, so you're kind of looking for something to do um, that has always been something fun to to plan out and you know it, always fun to to see challengers doing the thing is we found in the past few years not a lot of challengers did them so we're more focusing on that, the yeah. actual the, the actual battles um so we don't necessarily have a side activity but the big difference this year is actually we have a dedicated space for short periods of time throughout the weekend so Ooh, instead that's of, exciting. Yeah, instead of side activities like that, uh, we basically have a space where we can do uh, kind of like community activities. Um, so I don't know if you want to jump into that right now. Well, yeah, uh, you go. I, do you guys have that information? Like, or is that you guys waiting to hear? Yeah. Go ahead. So, so basically. Uh, we we got in in touch with someone at uh penny arcade and uh they came up with the idea to do a community events room uh which is basically they just have a room dedicated to various communities uh at pax you could apply uh you know kind of get a time slot where you can go and use the room uh you know do whatever it is that your community does so we actually have a, a spot Every day at PAX, uh, where we'll be in the community room for two and a half to three hours. Um, so what we're doing is we're bringing a projector. And the big thing that I'm excited about is using that projector to show off some of our battles. Oh, nice. Um, as soon as you yeah. started saying that, I was like, I hope that's where he's going. <laughs> uh, it's It's something that... I think just about everyone in the PPL has thought about in the past and has wanted to do, uh, but we've just never had the ability because we set up in the handheld lounge. Like it's not really a, a space in there. Uh, we've been in the diversity lounge in the past, and again, that's all booths. We don't really have the the room to do that. So this year, it's going to be a whole room all to ourselves for two and a half to three hours. Um, so especially on on Sunday we're going to be putting the the champions switch connecting that to the projector showing off the champion battles 
so can people can can watch and cheer along as those happen. Now you you just said Twitch, so is the plan for some of these to be live streamed on Twitch? And so the people who are in the in the room will see it there, but you if if you happen to not be at PAX, you can watch some of these. Did I say Twitch? Did you did say, I, I you did say I, Twitch. I, you, did you mean Switch? Uh, I meant Switch. Oh, oh, okay. That made more sense. All right. That, no, because I, I, I do remember. I do. I do remember. The, so 2020, the last packs that I went to, I actually did stream from the convention center at least once. I don't know if I did it twice. I did. I know I did it at least once while I was taking battles, like, early in the morning one of the days when I was kind of, like, down, way out of the way. I found a place to set up my dock and everything. So yep, that's, we were in your stream. Yeah. So that was, that's, that was, that's really cool, though, because I think, I think that might be really fun for, you know, if that is going to be, like, an, an area, you know, dedicated for you guys for the, you know, whatever period of time, you know, you're going to, especially, like, as you said, as you get, you know, more on towards the weekend and more people are trying to challenge the champion and all that. Like those championship battles are going to be there. I mean, I, I have a feeling that's going to be a little bit popular. It's going to be, it's going to draw a crowd a little bit. I I hope so. I, I, it, like I said, it's something I think everyone who's been a part of PPL has wanted for some time. So I, I think a lot of people are excited for that. Um, and you know, maybe get people after their battle stick around and and watch and help get them excited, you know, as they're working their way to the champion and everything. So I'm trying to think of things that you know, because you, know, you guys have mentioned, you know, you just mentioned the handheld lounge and the diversity lounge. So for people who maybe have not gone to packs before, when you hear you hear the handheld lounge, basically just think it's an area with a bunch of beanbags. People just chill. And play yeah. typically handheld games, but they do whatever. The diversity lounge is an is an awesome space that's set up by PAX. There's all these different booths. By and large, you know they're promoting you know various groups that are in support of you know diversity in one shape, way, shape or form. Um, the PAX Pokemon League has you know through some of the you know people who have been involved with it have been able to you know been fortunate enough to you know get a spot in that diversity lounge over the years. And, you know, it's, it's, we have this whole thing going on, you have this convention, and then this, you know, these, these various activities going on. I guess one thing that, you know, trying to think of, like, you know, people have asked over the years, like, I guess the big one is, I heard about this thing, how do I get involved? Do I have to sign up? Like, how, how do I play with the PAX Pokemon League? Um, so uh, it's it's actually, it's very easy. Um, th- there's a little extra step this year because, you know, we, with, with COVID and everything, we introduced like our online version of the Pokemon League. So we had um, two, two longtime members of, of the PPL uh, offered to make a bot for us uh, that uh, it's basically it's a queue system. It tracks badges. Uh, there's a, a web page with uh, it has like a digital trainer card shows the battles you've won and all that. So we've basically they they've taken that and they've converted that to an in person version. Uh, so normally you know you see the green scar if you just walk up and just ask to battle 
is no nothing more than that. Now we have this uh, web app um, with the the digital training cards. So uh, you can either go to a, a URL or uh, we'll have a QR code that you can scan that will bring you to the page. Uh, it's just a simple thing. You make a username and a password. Uh, you think like if you've ever used Showdown, you just go and you enter a name and password and then you're done. Um, and then you'll be able to join leader queues just through there. Um, the leaders will have, uh, there will be a QR code on your digital card and people can, the leader can scan it and it'll add them automatically. Um, so, you know, sometimes QR codes have issues. They, there's also like a drop down menu with everyone's challenger name so they can go through the drop down and find you and add you to their queue. Um, so that's, I mean, that's basically all it is, is just show up and, and, you know, now you make that, that name and then you just ask a gym leader like, Hey, I'd like to get in your line. So is it, so I, I, you know, I, I was part of the, the first PPL online. So like you, is it the same idea where the leader will like, you know, mark themselves as open. So, and then challenges just jump in. Um, pretty much. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I, I don't know if there's like a, like, Hey, I'm taking challengers versus I'm not taking challengers mode. Uh, Cause it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be up to the leader to add to their queue so they can. Gotcha. Uh, okay. You know, so if they're just not taking challengers, they just, you know, won't add people to their, their queue. Um, but yeah, it's as long as you, if you, is there around, it's pretty much we tell people if they have their scarf on, that means that they're accepting challengers. Nice, very nice, very nice. So I think um, is there anything? I guess is there anything else like specific to this year or anything else that you want people to know specifically before we kind of move on to just kind of more general PPL sort of things. Uh, well, I, I can give the times that we're in the community room. Let's give some uh, times. Yeah. So Thursday, we are going to be there from 3 to 6 p.m. So we've got the three hours there. Um, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're going to be there from 12 to 2.30. Uh, so we got a, a shift each day. And uh, if, you, if you have the, uh, the PAX app on your phone, uh, we're on the schedule, so if you know you need a reminder, you can just go and you know filter to the community room, and you'll see us there. And then they have a thing that you can add to your schedule, and you get notifications like reminders and stuff. Nice, very nice. So, like, I always, I always look at at the PPL as, like I said, it's always been one of my favorite things at PAX for years and years. I mean, I'll even go so far as to say that it was the main reason I would even go at all. And I look back over the course of, you know, 10-ish years that I've either been a leader or a challenger or whatever. And I, I try and, I'm trying to think back of, like, some of my, like, favorite PPL memories over the years. And I remember one distinctly as a challenger. I don't remember exactly what year it was. I want to say it was maybe 13 either 12 or 13. It was before I was a leader and I actually battled um, Joe, who people might remember as Oceanus. 
who was a leader for several years. And we just had this really great battle that he definitely should have won, but he gave me one turn to get back into the battle, and it became this like classic battle. And I was like, I always remembered that battle. It was one of those like favorite battles I think I've I've had in Pokemon. And this was like this was even well before I was like really even well versed and competitive. So it was like really cool to me. And then I, I remember there have been times of seeing some of the younger kids who are participating and just seeing like the excitement they have when they get to battle against some of these gym leaders and when they win, like it's so awesome. Um, Scott, do you have any like favorite PPL memories? Anything that sticks out is like, you know, why you keep coming back to be part of this every year? Cause now you guys are running the show here. Like I always remember um, one of the gym leaders was Brock and the entire weekend they would just be going, um, what was the, it was, uh, I used my trusty frying pan as a drying pan. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there was, I mean, one thing, and I, I will say is that, and one of the things that I really enjoy about PPL is that it is one of those situations where um, you can role play if you would like you're encouraged to if you want to but you're not forced to i always think that it's, it's a it's a very delicate it's one of the reasons why i like certain mmos as opposed to others because some of them are more like casual some are more like it's you know you know let people play at their own pace but i've always found the ppl is is is, is big on that as well like you know if you know, you're creating your gym leader characters you can play it up as much as you want but like it's not one of those things like, hey, you better stay in character at all times or else you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. And we, I mean, it's very casual and, and fun, but we do have gym leaders, uh, you know, cosplay as, you know, their gym leader character. Um, and, you know, I always remember one gym leader. Uh, she was like a, a pirate captain, I think. And she cosplayed and and everything, and she spent the whole weekend talking with the accent and, and everything, and it was dedication very right committed. There. Yeah, um, and then I'm sure a lot of people remember uh, when we were on uh, Sun and Moon, we had the uh, Team Skull grunts. Oh man, yes, yeah, that was like that was a phenomenon that year. Yeah, yeah. Team Team Skull was very popular, so we we had a a, a team that were uh, doing multi battles. They cosplayed Team Skull grunts. They were every day. They, uh, you know, talking like you know the same way that Team Skull members talk. Um, and then there was even at one time, you know, they had a shift at our booth, and they basically took over the booth, and uh, we have. Um, this like draw a Pokemon thing where we basically like cut out like trading card, tra uh, trading card size pieces of paper and people could draw Pokemon and we had sleeves. We can put it in and, and display it. And I think during their like two hours at the booth, they just had everyone draw crocodile. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. I, I just remember there was at one point and I think it was during that same shift where they just tried to like 
I don't know if they just happened to go around for the entire like day before that, and anybody they found wearing any kind of Team Skull cosplay, they were like, all right, you need to come here at this time. And there was like this whole swarm of just Team Skull grunts all over the place. They, like they had, they had like taken over the diversity lounge. Yeah, and I, I think one other thing was I think that year, uh, I, our side activity involved like having like different gym leaders had like a different simple task you could do or something like that. So theirs was to bring them two lanyards because the signs say to only take one. And you don't like you don't like listen to authority and everything, so bring them two lanyards. Yeah. Oh man, that's uh, yeah, those those team skulls. What are you gonna What are you gonna do with those ruffians? Yeah, they they were very committed to their bit. Hey, some people live the gimmick, man. Some people live the gimmick. Um, so cool. Um, before we we get ready to wrap things up, um. I guess the one other thing that we kind of always get asked typically, at least I notice is like, you know, aside from how do I participate while I'm here is like, how do I get involved? Like if I wanted to be a gym leader, if I wanted to get involved with the PAX Pokemon league is more than just a challenger. Like what do I do? So if there's anybody who's like, wow, this PAX Pokemon league thing sounds really cool. Like I got this great idea for a gym leader. Like, what what do I do? What 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 should we tell people? Well, uh, the the best thing to do is is follow our Twitter and uh, join our Discord server. Um, so uh, you know, uh, a handful of months before uh, each packs, like maybe three four months or so, um, the admins will put out applications. Um, you know, and we make announcements on our, our Twitter and we put an announcement in our Discord server um, and post on Facebook, uh, just a link to the application. So all you, all you have to do is, is just look for that link uh, and you, you go in and uh, fill out the application. Uh, they're usually open about uh, a month. Um, it kind of depends on you know, how much time we get to, to prep for the packs. Um, so anywhere from, I think two weeks to, uh, to a month usually. Um, and, and then, you know, admins go through applications and send out the, uh, emails and, and we, you know, we start prepping right away. Yeah. I guess that's the other thing worth mentioning too, is that, I mean, this, you know, the PAX Pokemon League, some form of variation of it is at every PAX event at this point. Um, yep. that's, and that, that's even including unplugged where you, they do the card game. Mm-hmm. So if, you know if you're you know for for those of us on the eastern seaboard of the United States, it's uh, easy for us to get to Pax East. But there's you know there's West in Seattle. Actually, they just they just nuked South, didn't they? Yeah, they they canceled it for the foreseeable future. So they so we, but we've got unplugged and are they still doing Australia? Yep. Am I missing any? That's all of them, right? Uh, that that covers all of them, yeah. Unless they decide to do uh, packs online again. Oh, um, right, 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 right. But we do. I mean, we've basically established our online version of PPL, kind of independent of any sort of packs online that they might do. Right. Yeah. Are you guys planning on doing another one of those at any point 
this year or uh, we we have applications open for our next PPL online right now. Um, so, so people those... so people still have time to apply for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe they're open for another two weeks. So two weeks from today, I believe, is when they close. April 29th. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, be, yeah that would be two weeks. Yeah. Um, um, so basically the same, same idea. Just, you know, hit up the PAX Pokemon League Discord and all the relevant links and information is there. Yeah, yeah we have an announcements channel. So... Um, and there's obviously some some East announcements in that channel, so you just scroll up a few posts to find the online application. Um, and that is taking place. Let me let me look at the date. It's June twenty uh, fourth to the twenty sixth. Twenty fourth to twenty sixth. There you go. Thanks, Scott. Very nice. So June twenty fourth to twenty sixth is when it's actually happening, and it's all in our discord server with a with a bot yeah that was that was a lot of fun uh the the last the the first one that you guys did that i was i took part in i didn't really do much i didn't get involved much for the for the second one but like you know that was you know kind of in the height of you know nothing going on because of covid and it was just really cool seeing like all the battling going on you had leaders streaming on twitch their battles. So, I mean, almost any point in time, you you had you know somebody taking battles, and almost any point in time, you could tune into someone's channel and, and check out some battles going on. So that was pretty cool. Yeah it it gives us uh, because the online and everyone's at home and and everything. It gives us some opportunities that we can't really get in person, uh, like the the Twitch streams and and all that stuff. So it's it's a bit unique um it it really it's unfortunate we can't get that like in person aspect um you know for those who have been to you know an in person packs I, I think a lot of us we I think everyone was disappointed just by online conventions in general just because it's it's not the same um but you know online does give us you know those different opportunities and uh, you know, we we do uh, almost make it like our own mini conventions. We do panels uh, uh, on our, you know, the PPL Twitch channel. And like you said, different gym leaders are uh, streaming their battles. Uh, and it's it's technically a 24-hour event, but obviously it's uh, limited by time zones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, those dreaded hours when the sun is up although i guess that doesn't matter to some people some people some people are yeah. nocturnal um yeah that's true and and we do and i mean again because it's online we can get people from all over the world right um so for online i mean our uh our our group of gym leaders are largely coming from the u.s so you know the, the majority of gym leaders are going to be available during standard u.s times but uh we do get some uh of our australian gym leaders joining in on that um so if, like i said it's technically a 24-hour event so there could be you know uh, a leader or two online you know at the middle of the night for us in the u.s because they're in australia nice very nice um so uh, yeah i guess b before we completely wrap things up um I haven't really talked to you guys too much lately about packs in general, mostly because I'm not going. So 
I think I've maybe tried to avoid finding out anything of which will make me regret not going. But um, I've I've always said that if you have never gone to a convention and you're into games, like, and you can make it to PAX, and I I always specifically talk about East just because that's my experience. That you should go. You should go for at least two days because trying to experience everything that you're going to see in just one day sometimes is a bit much to take in. But, and I think tickets are actually still available, except for I think they, I think Saturday finally sold out, but there's still weekend passes left. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that the other day. So there's a, it's crazy because that's normally not the case. So there's actually still a chance to grab tickets if. You haven't yet, but you know, outside of obviously the PAX Pokemon League, which you guys do a fantastic job in bringing to the folks, is there anything in particular going on this year at PAX that you guys are looking forward to? I don't know, Scott, if you want to go first with that. What's what's on Scott's schedule? (laughs) I'm just looking forward to see everybody that I haven't seen in the past two years. I can definitely understand that. That's the one thing I'm going to kind of miss out about not going is that there's people that you run into year after year, and that's you know that's the time you see them is at PAX, and I, I'm going to miss out on seeing people. So I won't get the woo at you at PAX this year. Yeah, we'll get we'll get an extra couple of woos next year. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Erkanham? What do you got in store? Anything anything particularly um, exciting on the horizon for PAX? So I mean, I'm like like you said. PPL is kind of one of the big reasons I, I go to PAX. That's um, the very large majority of my weekend is is spent around PAX, so I, I don't do a lot of other stuff while I'm there. Um, so I I just like walking around the expo hall and spending money, <laughs> uh, looking to see if there's anything. That's that's where you and I differ. I try and stay out of that expo hall as much as possible. <laughs> Yeah, that's it's basically the two things I go to to PAX now are are the the PPL and to, to spend some money without having to pay shipping. <laughs> that's fair. That's 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 a good reason. Um, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm. It's you know, it's funny. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, I mentioned this in the intro, but I'm just getting over COVID myself right now, and <clears throat> I like. Part of my thing was like, I don't know how I feel about going to a convention right now. And then the other day I was talking to someone and I'm like, well, Jesus, now that I already got COVID, what the hell am I worried about? But um, yeah, I just, when I I had a buddy of mine who usually I'll buy passes for him when I get my passes because I'm I'm fortunate enough to be able to be monitoring a computer, generally speaking, when passes typically go on sale so i'm usually the one that people are like hey can you grab me some passes yeah yeah i'll do what i can but uh he reached out to me was like hey are you going to pax east this year and i was like i don't know i'm like i'm kind of on the fence and i'm not really sure i'll have to kind of figure it out as we get closer to when uh, passes go on sale and he's like oh passes go on sale tomorrow and i was like oh so i should probably make a decision on that I guess I'm kind of a no right now. So, um, apparently I wasn't the only one who thought that way with how, you know, there's still so many passes available, but 
Yeah, I mean, like you alluded to, it's it's a little strange that uh, tickets haven't sold out. Because uh, that was the I thing, mean, like like I said, the first year that I went, I literally found out about it, you know, like a month or so before the event, and I was able to get a weekend pass. And you know, to think about that, you know, the last few years before COVID, I mean, those those weekend passes sell out in you know minutes. Mm-hmm. So, are they still do? Are they doing four days? Or is it just three? Four. It's four days. It's four days yeah, still? Thursday through Sunday, yeah. Cool. All right. So, well, I'll I'll have to live vicariously through the people I know who go. So, you got, I'll be expecting lots of pictures and tweets and all that fun stuff to make me feel like a jerk for not going. <laughs> well, it's not too late. There's still tickets available. I know. I know. It's At this point, though, it's be so hard. So, I, I have so much stuff going on with. Uh, softball we just started our season and then next weekend actually is our opening day ceremony so it didn't work out that would, would have been terrible terrible planning for me has there actually you know that's a good point has this is this feels like the latest that it's been in a long time is yeah ha, have we heard any talk about if this is going to be a consistent thing being this late in april i haven't heard anything um i just i know pax East is like the one of all the conventions that just moves all over. The yeah, place. it always kind of bounces around. It's like sometimes it's early February, and then sometimes it's March, and then sometimes it's April. Well, and because I mean, yeah, you know, West is always Labor Day, uh, Labor Day weekend, right? Right. So yeah, and yeah, so I know like 2020, uh, you know, Pax East was the last weekend of February. Which I believe was the the earliest it's ever been. It was also um, the and it only, worked out. Yeah, because if it was any later, it would have got canceled. Yeah, right. It, it, we snuck in there right before everything really started shutting down uh, because of COVID. Yeah, that um, that was my like last pre-COVID memory. Really, was that you know we I I had there's a there's someone I work with that went, and we kind of joked after after the fact. We're like, well. Supposedly this thing is like two weeks, so let's count two weeks, and if we're if we're safe, we're safe. And then it was like it was. I mean, you know, we there was not much. I mean, there were people here and there wearing masks, but it wasn't that that prevalent. And like you know, they would see they were like cleaning the escalators and all that stuff. And I mean, not quite to the degree that we see now. And like looking back at it then, and then seeing where everything went in a couple of weeks was wild. Yeah, yeah. I think the the biggest sign we saw at, at East that year was that a a handful of uh, you know fairly large companies I think pulled out of the show pretty late. Yeah, um, especially like those like based in in Japan. Um, so like I think like Sony pulled out, and uh, I want to say Square Enix pulled out, um, and I think there were a handful of others. I don't know if this, if, if this is my memory, just making this up, or wasn't there another convention? in Boston around that same time where it ended up being like a super spreader event for it. I want to say it was like some kind of like a science convention. I don't know if it was like the week before or something like that. I remember, I remember hearing something about it. Cause everyone was like, Oh, you went to a convention. Was it that convention? I was like, no, no, no. Mine was the nerd convention. Oh, but that was science. That was nerds too. I was like different nerds. <laughs> They're smarter. It's nerds a different than category. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't remember hearing anything like that. But I mean, I can't say it didn't happen. But I. I don't remember that. 
So, well, cool. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on to talk about this. Like I said, this is, I, I know, I know I'm going to have at least one moment that weekend where I shed a little bit of a tear because I'm going to see something posted from the PPL Twitter account or something that's going to make me go, oh man, I wish I was there. But um, <clears throat> again, if you're interested, uh, check out the PPL Discord. We're going to have links to uh, everything in the description if you're listening to this on Spotify. It'll be there. If you're watching this on YouTube, just, YouTube, just go below the video. Uh, we'll have all the PPL links, Twitter, Discord, anything you need to know that we're, but we're afraid to ask about how to find the Pax Book on my link. We'll have it there for you. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, again, a little sad I'm not going to be there, but, uh, again, you guys do a great job bringing that to everybody at East. So, uh, best of luck. I don't know if that's the right way. Have, have fun. Good luck. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to, we're going to miss you this year. It'll be the first time I've been where you haven't been there. Yeah. yeah you guys do fine without me. <laughs> no, Scott no. says no. <laughs> Scott well, doesn't have confidence. 2023 will be another year. Well, uh, hopefully right. uh, I'll feel a little bit better about it by then. But, but yeah. All right, guys. Thanks. I, I appreciate it a, a ton. And like I said, uh, we'll put the links in there and I hope you guys all have a great packs and we will, we will catch up soon. I'm sure. Oh yeah. All right. That was our friends, Erkenhelm and Scott, the admins of the PAX Pokemon league at PAX East giving you a little bit of a taste of what you could expect to uh, see and do if you decide to take part in the PAX Pokemon League coming up. But they all you know they talked about a little bit about their, their online version of it as well. So if you happen to not be able to make it to a PAX, it's another way for you to get involved in, in something like that. So if you're, I if you're into Pokemon battling, it's cool. It's very, um, very casual friendly, I will say. Is you know you don't have to be the the most hardcore competitive battler. You can still just you know participate and and have a lot of fun with it. So uh, if you're you know if you're gonna be at PAX at PAX East, you know go say hi to the gentleman and uh, take part in the PAX Welcome on League. It'll be a, a good time. If you're interested in any of that stuff, again, uh, check the description. Whether you're listening to this on Spotify or if you're watching the video version on YouTube. Uh, links for the PPL are going to be there for you guys to check all that stuff out. So yeah, uh, definitely. It's a good time. Again, I'm going to have all that, that, that twinge of sadness and jealousy that I'm not there, but, uh, I just, for me, it wasn't, I wasn't ready to jump back into going to conventions quite yet. So hopefully, uh, hopefully that'll change in, you know, 2023, I'll, uh, go back to PAX and, see all the people that I see once a year there at PAX and enjoy the sights and sounds of the convention. So like I said, during the, during the interview, like if, if you're into games and you've never been to a convention and the thought of going to a convention doesn't completely overwhelm you, it's a great, great experience just to go see the sights, you know, listen to the sounds, just be in that atmosphere. Cause you're, you're literally just among thousands of people who are into some of the same things that you are, you know, maybe, you know, there's, you know, people are into different games and you know, there's, the, there's the expo hall where you see all the stuff that's on display. There's different merchandise booths that you can get stuff. 
Um, there's the whole, there's a whole area dedicated to tabletop gaming. So if you're, you know, you're into board games or card games, like there's whole areas for that. And you can, you can try games out before you even decide to buy them, which is really cool. Um, there's, there's the classic arcade that's usually there. So you can play a bunch of like real old arcade games. Um, there's a classic console area where there's like actual old consoles that you can, you know, you can play games on. Um, it's, it's just, it's a great, it's great experience. There's concerts. Um, I don't know if they do them every night or not. They definitely don't do them every night. Cause I know that like Sunday nights is usually not concerts. Um, but for sure, Friday and Saturday, there's, there's concerts. So there's just, there's just a lot to do. There's panel discussions, there's tournaments, there's anything that you could, you could think of. Um, it's great. I always tell people, if you're going to go, go for at least more than one day. Because there's so much stuff to experience, I don't you to, like, don't feel pressured to see everything at once. But it's a great, great experience. So definitely, uh, if you get a chance, uh, definitely go check it out. Oh, there we go. I've tried to get it through as much as possible without having to cough. But uh, but yeah. So again, there's going to be links in the description for any of that stuff. Uh, for more of my stuff, as usual, uh, you can check me out on Twitch, Twitch.tv/Arethius. Uh, again, I, I I mentioned you know I I, I took about I took about a week off to you know I'm still recovering from COVID here. Uh, hopefully by the time this comes out, I should be back and going with my normal schedule. So you can check me out there. Uh, you can also catch me on Twitter. It's at Aretheus on Twitter, or you can join me on the Ion GameCore Discord server where a bunch of my friends and I hang out, a bunch of content creators doing things on Twitch, some YouTube videos, sometimes even streaming on Discord itself. So many different uh, types of things going on that you're bound to find somebody who's playing something that you're interested in. We also have regular community game nights generally on Fridays. People playing things like League of Legends, Pokemon Unite, sometimes Rocket League, all sorts of stuff. And um, on top of that, we also have Pokemon Leagues and tournaments. So if you're into Pokemon battling, again, if you're, you're someone who might be interested in the PAX Pokemon League, we got some stuff on, on there for the Discord that you might enjoy as well. So, but yeah, so come hang out. It's a good time. But all right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. Before I start coughing like a maniac again, let's wrap this up. Uh, as always, I thank you all for hanging out and checking it out. And we'll catch you next time on the Arena of Aretheus. Mm-hmm.